Is your daily grind getting you down? A Thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful, soothing jets, and all your stress seems to melt away, like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better, too. Call 877-861-4672 now. And for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, a a weekly podcast where we break down your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes or less. Uh, Clearly, I am just too focused on BravoCon right now, and I can't even complete our intro. So bear with us. There's going to be a lot of BravoCon droppings. That sounded gross. Um, (laughs) We're going to talk about BravoCon because there's a lot going on there. But before we dive into that, we will start with our usual scheduled programming. Real Housewives of Orange County. What um, are your thoughts? Like, what were your thoughts on the episode? I thought it was fine. And everyone, yes, I sound like a man. I'm feeling under the weather in our intro. That really was me. So I'm a little husky and sexy tonight. Um, I actually thought it was pretty good. I knew you were really excited because you lie. You were watching it live and posting it to stories. But of the episodes of the season so far, it's been the best one. Even though it was at the cost of Shannon's head. But it was the I best know. one. So I will say, if you've been listening for a while, the thing I loathe the most in the world is a to-be-continued on a weekly show, because it's like, no shit, it continues every fucking week. But this time, I loved it, because it ended right with them asking, do you want to press charges, because this is technically assault. And I thought that was amazing. It couldn't have been better timing. Oh, not at all. And I don't think she's really going to press charges. No, it's clearly no. for the drama. But I just, before we got there, though, I thought it was kind of boring. I just, like, it was sad, and, like, I feel like it's, like, the same thing over and over. Like, we're seeing just a lot of Emily kind of being on her own, not really knowing who she is. Like, it was, that part was really sad for me. That part was sad, but can I ask you, as a viewer, someone who's been watching OC for a while, does Emily only have one facial expression? <laughs> yeah, she's got, like, a weird face. I can't tell if she just hasn't had any work done or has had too much done. Like, no, I just other. feel like there's, like, no emotions. Like, literally. Yeah. I she feel like she's no. She's been married to Shane for a long time, and he is the king of, I don't even want to call it sarcasm, because I think it's an insult to people like myself who sarcasm is our second language but he doesn't show a lot of emotion either so maybe she's just picking up from that I don't know I don't know but you're right the trip to Vegas was very sad especially because he decided not to go he ultimately does show up but didn't show up for the best part I would I would not feel comfortable doing that with my in-laws I don't care who your in-laws are that would just be weird no I mean when they showed the scene of her like because I think it was uh, Gina was talking to Tamara and she basically was like, yeah, so since I couldn't, you know, get you excited with my dance, I'm going to do it for my father-in-law. And they showed her dancing and they clipped to his face and it creeped me out so much I wanted to throw up. (laughs) It was so gross. It was just uncomfortable. I doubt, everybody listening, I highly doubt that her father-in-law by any, was having any, like, inappropriate thoughts. I think they were just there to support her. But the sad thing to me is, one, Shane should have been there. But two, the only person truly in Emily Horner is her mother-in-law. Yeah, absolutely. And she's always, I love how dolled up she gets for the cameras too. But yeah, she's the only one in her corner. You would think she would like call her son and be like, hey, get more involved. I feel like if this was New Jersey, that mom would be all over her son. 
but it's not. It's the OC. It's clearly a little bit different. Um, I don't know. It was just kind of sad. And I, you know, her performance, she gave it her all. She did fumble. She did. the nerves, but she gave it her all. And I give her props. It takes a lot of courage to do that. For sure. And also someone who's been very open about the fact that she gets a lot of hateful comments. Like she's probably body shamed worse than any other housewife. And to go out there and do that, I think is unbelievable. I give her so much credit because I think she's sending a really positive message to a lot of people as far as just loving yourself for who you are and not letting everybody like convince you, you need to look a certain way. But the only thing that I enjoyed about the entire Vegas trip was Bronwyn basically living her best life because she was without her kids. Oh, it was amazing. Her self-care montage was hilarious. Her <laughs> taking a shot by herself was my favorite thing. And she was like posing on the bar and the, I forgot the guy's name, but he kept taking pictures. It was, it was really funny, but that was about the only thing that I really liked out of the whole trip. I thought even Kelly being there was kind of meh. Yeah. Oh, before we go on to the Arizona trip, how do you feel about $30,000 a month that Kelly spends on her Amex? I mean, I get why she's investing in companies because that's quite a bit of (coughs) coin to be spending. I mean, when you think about $30,000 a month, what blows my mind is for my very first job, that's what I negotiated my salary to be. I know. I think about that too. Like I was originally offered 27.5 and I was like, no. And like, I can like negotiated 30,000. And I mean, I had credit card debt <laughs> living on $30,000, $30,000 a year. Could you imagine a month? Oh my God. I just, that kind of like blew my mind. And she said it so casually. I'm like, okay, well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, teach me your ways, girl. I wish I could have negotiated $30,000 a month for anything in my life. Oh, my God. Insane. I mean, she's going to run out of that money. But, again, maybe this water Uh, has dairy in it or whatever it is will make a difference. I think she's more likely to find another rich suitor to help her keep these lifestyles up. I just can't imagine if you're not really working and you're just investing in companies that you are going to be able to maintain that level of spending. No, not on, not without the housewives. I mean, she's got that check. So it's true. There That's we go. True. Yeah, I always forget about that. They do make a lot of money on this show. Uh, but then we go to Arizona, and I knew Arizona was going to be a mess only because I feel like on those healing trips, there's always like two or three people that are really in it to get themselves in a better place, to just focus on just inward, you know, becoming a better person. And then half the group is just there because it's a trip and they want to party. And I just, I knew, cause Shannon was all about, you know, she's very holistic for those who maybe just started watching OC, haven't watched. Shannon's always been all about a very natural lifestyle. She had her house, like special, her previous house, which was a huge mansion. It was wired a certain way so that like for the internet, it wasn't exuding like this weird, I don't know, like basically what our cell phones do to us. She had that like eliminated from her house. So she's all into this. And, of course, Kelly is just there to party and basically make as many sexual innuendos as she can. I mean, I think you said this. You made a meme off of this. Kelly was basically a toddler. I felt like she was like a teenage boy, like laughing at the dumbest things. Is that the donger? I had the donger last night. I'm like, congratulations. (laughs) I only got a little chuckle of it because I thought of 16 Candles, which is my favorite movie. Long Duck Dong. I do love that movie. And I feel like she kind of ruined it. I'm like, stop making fun of the donger. Um, I know, I know, but even, I don't know, she just was really disrespectful. A lot of the women got really vulnerable when they were opening up 
about their wish. I forgot what the question so was. But it was like their wishes, yeah, right? Like it was a like a good and a bad. A good, like something you want to let go of and something you want to gain. And like it was intended to be something more about yourself. Like a lot of them were saying, I want to, um, you know, like I want to get rid of that hostile like feelings I have towards friends, towards exes, <laughs> or towards myself. And I want to hold on to, you know, like I think Tamara said she wants to, you know, lean in closer with the Lord or something. And Kelly gets up there and says that she wants Costco, Target, and like Walmart for her water company. It just was, it was so just, materialistic and not the point. It was really, really poor taste. And then she tops herself from that moment when they're knocking their, I don't know, the bad energy out of them, like literally knocking them out. So right? I've never had this done. I like went through this phase where I got really into yoga. I love yoga. One day I'm going on a yoga retreat with our friend, Karen. I, it's like on my bucket list. I love yoga when I do it consistently. I just feel like a better person. It's not even the like physical strength or, that I get from it. I just feel better. And I, one time this person's like, if you feel comfortable, she was going to like clean our, like help our chakra or clean our aura. And she like kind of like touches your shoulder and like sprays the stuff over you. And it was odd the first time I did it. But then like I really, really loved it each time I went to her yoga class. I would have been so mad and annoyed if someone somehow interrupted that. Like it's very much a moment for you to just let your mind kind of go blank and like just let somebody help you. And to have that interrupted, I just thought was really rude. It was really rude and immature. And I love that. I think the guy was name was Tim and he goes, that is so not cool or something <laughs> it's like that. in the clip that, so I made a meme out of it. I'll share just the clip. And he tells her, like said, that's so not cool. And the worst part is <laughs> Shannon didn't know who hit her. So she goes, Oh, that one like really hurt. And she thought it was part of the process, which made me really sad. Cause I don't know. Like in her head, she was thinking, Oh, I didn't realize this was going to be painful. It just, I don't know. But then Tamara totally feels the fire. Instead of just saying, you're probably fine. I mean, she was having blurred vision because she took her contacts out. I, you know, she's like, I took my contacts out. And now I'm blurry in one eye. And I think Shannon's a person who freaks out easily. So then when Tamara starts talking about, you know, my first husband hit his head and thought he was fine and then was leaking spinal cord fluid. It's like, that's not what you say to someone like Shannon. No. You tell her that, like, after she gets checked out. You don't tell her that before. I you encourage her to go get checked yes. out and then maybe if you want to share that, share it afterwards. But someone who seems to be a little bit of a high, was it hypochondriac? Yes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Hypochondriac. <laughs> you did it. You don't want to tell her that before because she's going to think of the absolute worst, worst thing and her anxiety is going to go out of the roof. And I'm all for her. I think she should have gotten checked out regardless. I think anytime you might possibly have a concussion and you're then going to maybe have some alcohol or even go to sleep because they're going to like have dinner and then go to bed that's very scary I always think back to Natasha Richardson when she had her skiing accident and thought she was fine and then died because she had a concussion um so I get getting checked out I just think I wouldn't feel the fire and make somebody think they're dying when they probably just have a very mild concussion nope and I bet that was the dong (laughs) that (laughs) killed the friendship between Shannon and Kelly I mean, how many times do you think a dong has come between two girls? <laughs> I had to. That was my. I know. I know. I. That was I my. I don't Kelly even moment. know what to say. I, I don't even know what to say to that. I, I will mean, say a dong. A, lot. a dong has never come between us. <laughs> Thankfully. Well, maybe a gay one, but no. <laughs> no, then we like share it. Yes. 
<laughs> okay, this is going. Off this the, is getting weird. This off, is getting weird. Off the rails really fast. So speaking of dongs, what <laughs> did you think of the big D, Dallas, uh, and Leanne's ability to hustle for her wedding? Okay, so... I have to know what does she do exactly? I I'm lazy and I've not done the research to see what she does to where people feel inclined to like give her things for free because I know her planner has said in the the earlier episodes that she's given back so much and that yes. people feel more inclined to help her but I never made that connection on what that is. So I think her big thing is she just like helps people and connects them. So if someone's I think she just never came from money. She's very open about that. So she's worked hard her whole life. And I'm guessing she's made connections along the way. And then she continues to connect people. So maybe she knows like a corporate real estate person that's just starting. And then she has a friend who's looking for an office. She'll connect them together. So both person, both people feel like they won because they have a real estate person they can now trust. And then the real estate, you know, is able to get business. And I feel like that's just what she's done time and time again. And She's always very open, I'm guessing, about giving credit to people, tagging people, helping promote them. And so in return, she gets all these things. It's kind of genius. It is very genius. And I'm sure this wedding designer, she was like, you're going to be on TV. You're going to get exposure for your brand. Like, give me a freaking deal. (laughs) Yes, give me a free wedding dress. I actually, this is going to sound wrong or weird because it's still a high amount, but I'd it's a lot. $10,000 for a wedding dress is a stupid amount for a wedding dress. Although I was expecting it to be higher for some reason. Uh, like I was kind of like surprised. I was I like, was, oh, you're starting at 10 K. Okay. That's... I was shocked that she said she couldn't afford that. And by no means am I saying that's a normal amount to spend, but you know, these women, she must have some money from something because otherwise she would never be on a show. It's not just cause she's friends with some of these women. So she has money somewhere. She's also getting paid, you know, to do the show. I would think $10,000 plus the fact that, you know, People Magazine took pictures of it. She made money off of that. I was shocked that she said 10000 was too much. It made me wonder if maybe this was staged, but she genuinely looked a little uncomfortable. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm sure it was a little staged, but yeah, absolutely. I was just kind of thrown off guard, but that was being the number 10000 Yeah, But it was, it was an interesting moment. Um, what did you think about Stephanie's moment in opening up? I loved it because, so first of all, I loved it in that we're seeing a side of Stephanie I didn't know existed. I Clearly by the flashbacks, this had been talked about in previous seasons. But I was crying like happy tears and sad tears at the same time. I thought it was very honest when she said she came forward with her story of attempting suicide and a lot of people reached out to her and were talking to her about trying to get help for their de- depression and it became too much for her. And she kind of spiraled back as someone who hasn't dealt with depression. I, it would never cross my mind at first when she was talking about this, I thought, Oh, how great she's helping all these people. And then when she said that, I was like, you know, there's a, that's a side that I never would have thought of just because I, I haven't personally dealt with depression And I thought it was really important that she talked about it, that sometimes it's just hard for her even to be on the show and share that story because of the pressure she feels to be perfect for everyone else. Yeah. No, I thought it was very, it was very vulnerable. It felt really real. That's what I've really liked about Dallas so far and these vulnerable moments that they've had. It just feels very real and authentic to who the women are. It doesn't feel like stage. She's just being herself 
And I think that's all you could really ask for. I think authenticity, you can feel it come off the camera. And I just loved, I loved it. I agree. I think it was very I understand good. why she's a fan fave. Yeah, I totally see. I mean, she, I think, just has, like, a heart of gold. I mean, she just seems to be such a sweet, genuine person. And I love her. And there's rumors that she is not going to BravoCon. And if she's not there, I'm going to be mad. Because I would <laughs> love nothing more than just to get a hug from Steph. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. Me, too. If I'm not sounding like this. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, what was your take about, so Deandra, the women start to pack for Mexico. So oh I'd say God. most of the episode starts for in Mexico. But Deandra reveals a little tidbit about herself that she hasn't done laundry since college. And she just turned 50. That's disgusting. I, <laughs> I've heard even freaking Lauren Conrad talk about, like, her laundry room being a disaster. So we've seen Kyle Richards, like, fold her kids' laundry for them. I don't understand how she's never done laundry. Is she just I that don't... rich? <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's just like funny. Deandra to me is such a weird TV character because on one hand, it's like my company is about to go under and you would think you'd cut back on your life expenses. Like maybe I should start doing my own laundry instead of paying someone to do it. It's just, she's just very, she, I feel like she talks out of both sides of her mouth. For sure. She's like, I'm so poor. I can't afford to go on a birthday trip, but I don't fold my own laundry. I'm guessing having a personal laundry folder is pretty expensive pretty expensive and they probably put it away for you i mean i think you and i Wouldn't are sounding be? bitter right now i know because we constantly are doing laundry all i the time. had a conversation with kevin about a week ago where we were talking about so our cleaning lady is having a hard time she brought on a lot of clients and then a lot of her like helpers that like she's the main cleaning person but she has other cleaners with her they all left and so she's having to like drop people and we're worried that we're going to lose our cleaning lady i know first world, world problems but there was a part of me that thought, gosh, I would almost rather spend that monthly money on having someone come in and fold and put away all my laundry than clean my house. Oh, my gosh. Laundry is, like, never ending all the time. I With kids, it just you cannot keep up. That's my one no. piece of advice to people when you're pregnant. Like, just enjoy only doing laundry for you and your husband. Oh, yes. It's just nonstop, especially once they start potty training. And if they have accidents, it's, like, really nonstop. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> so We do a they... lot of laundry. We do a lot of laundry. We like to talk about it. So thank you for letting us vent there for a second. So then they are in the car. They're going to, I forgot the part of Mexico that they're going to. They're but, going oh, to. Oh, Car- Yes. Carreas. How could I forget? Carreas, because it sounds beautiful when you say it like that. Uh, I laughed that they thought two hours in the car was so long. These people, not these people, it was mostly Leanne, are so ungrateful. If somebody said, I have a house, I don't care if they told me I have a house in Mexico City and across the street is a gang, but I'm going to get you there. It's beautiful. We're on the beach. Like, let's do this. I would never complain about the fact that I have to spend two hours in a car, especially anyone who's been to Mexico knows you typically fly into Cancun and wherever you're going, regardless of, you know, how close they say it is, is about an hour drive just because there's other stops at the resorts and sometimes it can take longer. So to be in the car for two doesn't seem that long to me. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, enjoy being by yourself. Have a little party. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm like, make this a little like boozy ride, put some music, get excited. You're on vacation. I just was like annoyed. I was like, Ooh. I feel like Carrie purposely had them stop at that disgusting gas station to be like, you ungrateful bitches. Here you go. You think this is horrible and gross. I'm going to show you the worst of the worst. I thought that was kind of funny, but I also, it brought me back to frat bathrooms in college oh and I God. feel like they might be worse than that one in Mexico. No, I mean, in a lot. I feel like too, if you've ever shafted at a fraternity, so there's like the main bathroom that most of the girls use when they have a party. And then you, if you find a, a 
Eve, uh, um, what is it? A man of the evening. And you end up shacking with them. <laughs> a gentleman. A gentleman suitor. Um, and you end up shacking with them. Oftentimes they have a different bathroom where their rooms are. And those bathrooms are the most disgusting things. I literally almost peed my pants walking home to Pi-Fi one time because I did not want to have to use a oh, fraternity they're bathroom. they're nasty. They're disgusting. There's, oh, I mean. I will say, though, your off, husband's fraternity, Phi Cap, was one of the cleaner bathrooms, typically. I only shacked there thinking once. Of his. I'm but. not even thinking of his when I think of the nasty ones. But anyhow. Are you thinking of my husband's so, frat? SAE's was no. gross. No, I mean, I, I don't know. DU's was of, gross, too. A lot of them. A lot of men are nasty. Yeah. They're gross. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> we, Abby and I are just, like, venting about everything. Laundry, <laughs> disgusting bathrooms. Welcome to 30 Minutes on Things That Piss Us Off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like hot take. <laughs> with a little bit of Bravo mixed in there. So the ladies get there, though, and this house is stunning. It is beautiful. They all have these, like, nice – they're called – What's the difference between a casita and a room? Is a casita like separate? Like there's no, like it's not connected I mean, by a hallway. I feel like that's just rich in Spanish. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I it's like bougie. I, well, because she's like, how many casitas bougie. do you have? And I was thinking, and then she goes, well, how many rooms? So I didn't know if there was a difference. I mean, to me, the casitas all seem like they're not connected by a hallway. They're all like their own little separate pod, but they're connected yeah. to the house. But everything. I mean, it was there's a beautiful pool. The view is unbelievable. And Leanne is complaining about the stupid freaking steps. The, Leanne was complaining a lot. I Okay, the only thing that I could see in Leanne's argument, and I, I think she went about it completely wrong, is that I would agree at, at 50, and even me, about to be 34, I don't know that I, if I had a chance on my own bed, yeah. I think I would take that over wanting to share a bedroom, a bed with another, like, 50-something-year-old lady. So I get that. However, I think she could have been a lot more gracious, maybe entertained it for the first night, you know, woo her a little bit and then say like, hey, do you mind? I didn't sleep as well. Do you mind if I yeah, have their space or just something like that? I, just, yeah, I just think there's better it. ways you can about it. And I get it because Carrie and Leanne aren't that close. Carrie was doing it as a gesture for them to get closer, uh, which I don't think she quite explained that well she was just like we're gonna share a room and I can see why Leanne was a little taken back by it but the way she went about it was completely wrong I was also disappointed that Cameron was saying no you didn't really complain I think as a friend I would have said I know you're not meaning to come across this way but you're seeming really negative and I know you're really happy to be here so maybe just try to be a little bit livelier at dinner tonight to kind of counterbalance that but instead she's saying to her no you weren't being negative at all and if anything, Carrie was being rude to you. It sort of creates this feeling where now Leanne's claiming she's been attacked, which was a, a quick jump. Yes. And well, and I think also Cameron seems a little high maintenance just watching yes. her on TV and how she packs. So I'm sure she's probably the worst person. I don't seem like she doesn't seem like the person that would call you out on that because I bet she would complain if there wasn't. Yeah, true. Something, true. you know what I mean? But the ladies got, <coughs> got deep fast. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, that dinner. I felt really bad for Carrie because clearly no one had given her a heads up on Leanne's past. I know about Leanne's past because we've been following her before we started watching Dallas. And she's posted a lot of stuff about trying to help support those who are victims of um, being like, a, I don't want to say domestic. Abuse. Ab child abuse. Child abuse and child um, molestation. And uh, she's talked about her story and like ways you can prevent it and um, 
what to look for. I didn't know. I didn't you know. Didn't? Oh, I only yeah. followed her. I truly did not know. I was taken aback. I was immediately sobbing. So it was, I mean, I felt so bad for Carrie that no one, I really don't think anyone clued her into what had happened because she started when Leanne was saying she had a rough childhood. Carrie was like, well, my, I think Carrie was thinking she could connect. And she was saying, well, my parents are divorced. And Leanne was like, oh, girl, here we go. Your little sob story is nothing compared to mine. And the way she said it was kind of abrupt. She was basically saying, people, most people my age are dead, have killed themselves. I've only tried three times. I would probably try to kill myself tonight. I thought that was just a little harsh. No, and not, it was not the way yeah. to take that conversation. No, it was, she was, I feel like this is, and I usually, I'm a bit empathetic for people who have like tough times like that. I feel like she doesn't know it. I feel like she goes into like survival mode mm-hmm. when she feels attacked and says the worst possible things possible. It's like kind of like, what is it? Hide, hide or flight, fight or flight. You know, she just fight fights. or flight. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's kind of what I, given the trauma she experienced, I bet that's you know, psychologically right. maybe. And what's she going, felt I don't it, yeah. agree with it, well, but I could just see it. And she felt <clears throat> attacked going in. So maybe she was already kind of like her senses were like, on guard she was ready to go I just I felt kind of bad for Carrie because I don't think she meant for it not oh, to minimize no. anything that Leanne had gone through I think she was maybe trying to connect I just don't see how these two are going to be friends no I you're absolutely right I think Carrie was just like hey I'm just having you here in my house in Mexico and I'm opening up about myself and didn't expect to get like her head chewed off yeah. like I mean Leanne just seems a little complex she does. I think she she's one of those people that I think it'd be really hard to be her best friend. It probably. I mean, she seems like a person that would be kind of like Bethany. Now that I'm saying yeah. this, I feel like Bethany. I completely different backgrounds, but they're social. They seem like they could be a good time when you're on their side, have a lot of fun with them. But I feel like it's probably hard to let her get people close to her. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, but I'm. I mean, I'm really into Dallas. I'm really curious to see where the season takes us because obviously we still have Leanne's wedding. Are all the women going to be invited? Um, what's going to happen along the way? I just, I, I feel like Carrie might get invited, but I also think Carrie's going to bring up her drama with um, Leanne regarding Carrie Dubin. And it looked mm-hmm. like that was possibly coming up next week. Um, Carrie did get invited and she spilled some shade on the wedding. I forgot. Ooh. I forgot. Basically she said, she was alluding to the fact that even though Leanne spent a lot of money, it didn't seem like it was her comment. I'll have to find Ooh. it. So these two yeah. are not friends. <clears throat> nope, not friends at all. Well, I, we're here for it. We can't wait to see what happens next. And this is the time now where we give our shout out. And I just realized we didn't finalize who we wanted to pick. So we both were watching the Emmys last night. I, Which was kind of a snooze. Can I we agree on that. I don't, I, it needs a host, first of all. It was also really disjointed because sometimes they would announce the nominees and then bring the presenter out to give the award, and other times the presenter announced the nominees. I needed a little more consistency. Yes, but there were some really great moments. So, in those moments, I agree with you. What was your, what was your favorite acceptance speech? Um, Alex Bornstein, Bornstein, excuse me, of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I got chills. She's hilarious. If you go on her Instagram page, she has a hilarious text exchange with Jeff Bezos of Amazon, <laughs> not Jeff Bezos, 
who was congratulating her. And she said she had some dog food that she needed to return and he could help her with that. <laughs> and he said, bring it to the ceremony. It's hilarious. We'll share it to our stories. I loved it. I love that she said step out of line. I thought it was very powerful and just kind of shows to like go out of your comfort zone. I, do things that are against the norm yeah. and just do it. So, I mean, she was one of the first big winners of the night and I was crying at her acceptance speech because I love that she talked about her mom and her grandmother as part of being who she is and that's who she was thinking. And then she told a story about her grandmother who survived World War II and she only survived because she was in, in line to be like, they were just lining people up and executing them, which even just the thought that that happened is horrible to even think about. To know that you're in this line, you're watching people get shot, knowing you might be last, last, next. And she turned to the guard and said, what would happen if I stepped out of line? And he said, I don't have the heart to shoot you, but somebody probably will. And she stepped out of line. Like, I. Oh, my God. I got chills. I know. I just loved it. And so when she was saying then for everyone to step out of line, like, it was just such a, I think it was such an important message that um, it just I resonated with so many people. I feel like across the board, she was. One of everyone's favorites uh, with the speeches. I loved that Game of Thrones didn't sweep. I was worried they might. Uh, I didn't think this was their best season. Even though I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, I'm glad they won Best Drama. But I'm I'm glad they didn't sweep everything. Um, apparently, I need to watch Fleabag. Yes. Didn't know. What... <laughs> I mean, that was like one. I was watching a lot of it because I wanted Shit's Creek. You and I love, I which you introduced me to. I was so disappointed, but I think Shit's Creek is. So I don't know the timing of this. So sometimes it's like evaluating half of the season. So maybe Schitt's Creek will win big next year. Yes. And they're still the Globes. They could get nominated. Yeah. So Cause we'll see. A lot of people, I don't watch the show, but a lot of people are really big into Euphoria. And that was not eligible for this um, Emmy. So it will be eligible next year. So maybe some of Schitt's Creek will be eligible next year. Yes, we will see. But that, uh, that really was a little bit of our shout out and a little bit of an Emmy recap. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. And here comes the broken record. But if you do not already do so, please subscribe to us wherever you podcast, uh, whether it's on Apple, Stitcher, um, Spotify. And really, if you want to stay up to date with all the best Bravo drama, what's going on, a little random tidbits into our life, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Real Moms of Bravo. We are right now doing a very strong campaign for the Bravo contest. <laughs> Yes, um, and all the good juju, all so the good vibes. This contest was really made for us, I think. For those who don't know, Vanessa somehow got Bravo Con tickets. I was seven minutes late, missed it, and then didn't get one-day tickets. So I'm scrambling to make it to BravoCon. And this contest comes out where you have to show how you're the number one fan. And I feel like Vanessa and I have been living, breathing Bravo before there were Housewife cities. Like, we were, like, when there was OC... We were all in, and then as they've added more and more, we've fallen more in love. Clearly, we've started a podcast. So make sure you're following that story with us, and feel free to share it and tag Bravo. Watch what happens live so they know that I'm the number one fan, and we will catch you next week. Imagine a vacation waiting outside your door when you get home. Discover a new way to escape the stress of everyday life. Picture soothing jets massaging your back, relieving all your aches and pains. Sleep soundly without medications or supplements. Call 1-877-861-4672 to get $1,250 in instant savings, including free delivery. Call 877-861-4672 now. Or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment. 